Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. What's going on? Okay, if you're not watching the NFL this year, you are missing out. There are some very, very good games happening this season. I am, you know, I don't know if COVID has leveled the playing field or I'm not sure what's happening, but it's just so much parity, so many good matchups, uh, you know. It's just, it's fun to watch. And, you know, you guys, if you've listened to this podcast, you know how I feel about Kaepernick. And I think he's a scam artist. I think he's been using this activism and all this to keep himself out of football. I don't think he was banned because he was kneeling. I think he made a lot of demands, was a diva, didn't want to be a backup. And I can tell you some good evidence uh, suggests that that's the case because Robert Griffin III, uh, who was also a phenom at that time, the same time Kaepernick was hot, uh, he was making all these demands in Washington and uh, had his, you know, subway commercial, and he was just supposed to be so great. And now he's a backup, and, and an unimpressive one, really, in, ba- in Baltimore. He he started for Lamar Jackson one game. It was wildly unimpressive. Um, and I think Kaepernick wanted to avoid the moment where people realize he's not that good even though if you watch the NFC West like I did before the Rams left uh St. Louis yeah we already know but this way his career got, got to die young so Tupac will always be 25 he will always look like he looked like when he died and uh you know symbolically Kaepernick's career will always look like it looked when he re- when he got run out of San Francisco but he was he was just not very good anymore. People figured it out. You know, whatever spark he had that was different and he was like a running quarterback and nobody had really seen that at that point. You know, in San Francisco. And he he beat out Alex Smith for the job and you know, but everybody has their time. And then then it's over. You know, I'm just glad we're finally past the point where they're going to keep trotting out his name. Because all these people are believing in him and he keeps finding ways to not even work out. Because let's face it, people, the thrill is gone. He can't do what he used to do. And in football, I mean, you're lucky if you get a five-year window of greatness. Ten is even better. Twenty is unheard of, Tom Brady. You know, that's like once in a generation. So anyway... If you're missing out on the NFL because of Kaepernick, stop, watch it. It's very good. Um, Yeah, so anyway, uh, I don't think that's what I intended to talk about. I guess it's finally official. Goodbye, Trump. Um, You know, I had a lot of people tell me that that they didn't believe that Trump was going to lose the election. And it's like, you got to believe in something, man. (laughs) You got to believe. And I do believe he would have won if COVID hadn't shown up and really showed how poorly uh, he addresses leadership issues. You know, everybody in a leadership role is not a leader. Um, Everybody who has these high, important jobs and and their egos are so big and they just think they can just, I'll figure it out on the way. You know, listen, he doesn't know what he's doing. And I think this pandemic has shown a lot of people that a lot of people don't know what they're doing. And it's important, you know, to feel like, uh, somebody who's in charge knows what to say, 
how to comfort you. I think the level of someone's maturity is expressed by how, um, by their ability to comfort you or not. You know, you can tell who, who's been through things, who's mature, who's grown up by the way they comfort you. And if they can't comfort you, then you know, they're not really mature. Um, a lot of people have just grown up. They're not really grown ups. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see this era be over. It was horrible. Um, and all these people who think he's a great president, uh, I don't understand that. Um, and I, I don't think I'll be able to understand that, but it tells me about what you value in a person. And that makes us very, very different. You know, uh, I like honesty. I like integrity. And, uh, you know, I don't think he's any of those things. And it's just incredible. It's mind numbing. We see the world the way we want to, basically. And um, yeah, that's why I I guess the vision of the United States is, is so fascinating. Why it's such a unique cultural experiment, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like I said, people see the world the way they want to. I don't see anything redeeming about him. Someone even had a picture up on, oh, I want to say LinkedIn, which seems inappropriate, but this was the best president ever and his gorgeous, classy wife. And I'm like, what? I, there's, th- th- I didn't find any of that to be true, you know, but I don't know. People see the world the way they want to see it. And like I said, that's what makes America so unique. We are one big experiment. And at times it fails. But when we get it right, we get it really, really, really right. You know, and unfortunately, I think people here tend to take things for granted, uh, freedoms for granted, just the right to complain. Um, you know, we take that for granted and everybody's so obsessed with racism and what they perceive to be racism that people who are bad agents manipulate that, you know, they use your emotions against you to take advantage of you and oppress you even further because you're so busy being worried about, you know, something that may or may not actually be happening. But if you want to change the narrative in America about anything, just throw racism in there. Even when it's not really there, even when something is not really racist, just throw it out there because people then will be like, Harumph, 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 harumph. That's for the old heads. <laughs> harumph, 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 harumph. Um, but yeah, I mean, seriously, we we need to stop getting distracted by our emotions. Because even if it is racism, you don't let your emotions overtake your logic, and then you you lose an argument because you're all emotional, and these people are are using logic and racism for that lethal combination. <laughs> <laughs> that lethal one-two punch. And then you're off your game. And then they've changed the law. And you're like, wait, what? Yep. I'm babbling, but I'm right. So anyway, I, uh, I'm i excited about the possibilities. And I hope you are too. Like I said, we've had a surge of listenership this year. I'm very excited. Uh, thank you so much. You guys are the best for listening, for sharing, for liking, for reviewing. Uh, I'm not sure... I have no way of knowing how this is happening, but I appreciate it and I'm thankful and uh, let's keep growing and going through this uh, journey together. 
Uh, it's exciting uh, for me because I cannot express enough um, that I just picked up this phone and started talking into it every morning on a lark. <laughs> <laughs> the technology was there. It was easy to use. And uh, three years later, heading into my fourth uh, season of doing Mad Love. And um, yeah, this has been a great platform. It's growing. And I owe all that to you. I wouldn't do this without you guys. I couldn't do it without you guys. So I appreciate you. And uh, I got Mad Love for you, for real. And Mad Love is better than regular love. This is this is the passion, you know? This Mad Love, right? All right, be good. Be safe and uh, yeah, wash your hands and all that. Wear your masks. Uh, I'm not going to rush to get uh, this vaccine. It's just been born a little too quick for me. But, uh, you know, I'm optimistic and uh, that's that's got to be good enough for now. Okay, (laughs) be your best.